This is a Suno India production and you are listening to Gasping for Breath. I recorded this audio at a laboratory of a primary health center in a small town called Hapur in Uttar Pradesh. What's your name? Amit Pradesh. Amit Pradesh. Our village is number one. Ma'am, this is the first time. Six, right? I was watching this now. Hmm. I am Menaka Rao, the host of this podcast, Gasping for Breath. This town is about two hours away from Delhi. My guide Manoj Kumar, who works with the TB department in the district, took me there this August. How do you make a slide? How do you make a slide? How do you make a slide? You can make a slide. Trivedi has charts put up on the wall with a step-by-step explanation of the process of sputum microscopy. Ma'am, carbol fusion is 1%. So, we heat it from below. ताकि जो बैक्टीरिया की सेल वॉल है लिपोप्रोटीन की बनी होती है वो इसमें पेंट्रेट कर जाता है तो वो कलर गेन कर लेता है बैक्टीरिया तो कलर गेन करने के बाद में तब हमको ये रेड या पिंक कलर का दिखाई देता है देखिए मैं मिडिल पे क्लम्स में बैक्टीरिया क्या not the rod-shaped bacteria I had seen in the magnified images on the internet. But Trivedi thankfully knew better. He told me that the patient was positive for TB. There is, however, a story behind the sample. How did the sample reach Trivedi? How hard was it for a person to give his sample in the first place? And what further test does he require to undergo after the TB bacteria is spotted in his sputum? In this episode, I try to unravel the diagnostic maze the TB patient has to enter and why we need to improve the access to these diagnostics. This is the sixth episode of Gasping for Breath, India's first podcast on TB. TB, as we know, remains the deadliest public health crisis facing India today. This podcast is produced by Suno India, a podcast platform for issues that matter. The names of patients have been changed to protect their privacy. Coming back to sputum microscopy or smear microscopy, it is the oldest way of diagnosing TB. In 1882, Robert Coe discovered the staining method that helped him contrast the color of TB bacteria, which could be seen under the microscope. He could then demonstrate that it was indeed the bacteria that causes the deadly disease. A version of the same method using a different dye is still used for diagnosing TB in India. This has been the first line of diagnosis where the patient suspected with TB brings himself to the clinic. If you have a lot of pain, you can get TB. TB? Yes. Turn to the doctor and get the results of the bulk. Because TB is... It can happen. Amita Bachchan in this ad tells everyone to get tested for TB after 14 days of treatment. But we have to understand that for a patient... To even get himself or herself tested is no small matter. The patient's first response is often, how can I have TB? And there is a whole psychological uh, body of uh, issues that are there. 
uh, the patient is scared, the patient denies that if, I, if I'm diagnosed with TB, what's going to happen to me in terms of my family, there is an element of stigma, and so on. So unless all these are actually addressed in some way by the system, so you don't only just create technical disease awareness, but you also help the patient to overcome their fear of stigma, over the, overcome their fear of loss of livelihoods, and so on, they will not access diagnosis very soon. This is Nargis Mistri, the director of Foundation for Medical Research. She led several studies that attempted to understand patients' health-seeking behavior. Her study in Mumbai shows that the delay is both patient and provider-related. The patient's first point of contact is always the neighborhood doctor. TB symptoms cannot be easily distinguished from ordinary cold cough or flu. Like many other studies before it, the findings of a 2016 study led by Dr. Mistri showed that often the doctors give long symptomatic treatment without ordering the relevant test for TB. The average time taken to diagnose new cases of TB was 42 days and for cases of retreatment of TB was 28 days. This is way beyond the 15-day period recommended by the TB program. And even after the patient is suspected with TB, there could be additional hurdles in the healthcare system itself. The other cause is, of course, the system. Uh, that the system does not, or if the diagnostic uh, apparatus or the technology is placed far away from the patient, then the patient finds it a chore to actually access that uh, facility to get their diagnostic uh, facility, uh, diagnostic test uh, done. And so sometimes the patient gets the test done but doesn't turn back, turn up again to collect the reports or the report is not conveyed to the physician, treating physician of the patient. So there are many gaps that happen which prevent the either the diagnostic test or the diagnostic report from having its uh, usual uh, normal effect, namely to start the right treatment. Kushbu is 15 years old. She lives in Beta at the outskirts of Patna city. I met her this May in her house with officials from World Health Partners, a non-profit that works with the private providers and TB patients. Kushbu was sick for nearly six to seven months before she was diagnosed with TB. Her mother was very worried. She had just completed a month's treatment when I met her. इससे पहले तो हम लोग मालूम नहीं था वो सूस रखती थी इसी ने लिखे में कुछ हो गया परोस लगे इसे आप सोचिए तो आप इसको हो गया हेल्प हो गया तो आप कब से बीमार थे क्या हो रहा था आपको ये सांस यहाँ पे एक बैग दर्द उठा सांस लेने में प्रॉब्लम सिर्फ होता था यहाँ एक चारे सिर्फ है भैया कि जैसे भी आ रहा Kushbu's father died a long time ago and her two brothers earned for the household. She also had a sister. So, you didn't take your sleep? Yes. So, where did you go to the doctor? 
पहले वहाँ गरीब निमाजी वो है कहते पुल उपट्टी वहीं ले गए तो वहाँ देखा है तो बोल दिन के ठंडा ठंडा लग गया जैसे नहीं ठीक हुआ तो फिर वहाँ कृष्ण कुमार में देखा तो वो बता दें खुशबू इज रिफरिंग टू द डॉक्टर डायग्नोज टीपी तो एक ही बार बहुत बार डॉक्टर के पास गए क्या एक ही डॉक्टर के पास छह सात महीना कैसे हाँ उन्हीं के पास जाते रहे तो वो बताया नहीं पानी खुशबू ऑल्सो वेंट टू हॉस्पिटल इन पटना वेर हर मदर said that she got some other treatment not tb she gave her 10 standard board exams when she was suffering from fever and cough and she could not clear as a result this was when she was still not diagnosed school abhi wapas jana hai ki ghar se hi dena exam ab ghar se denge ghar se denge october ji uske baad kya karna ek padhai karenge kaati thi khali na ki ha main vyaslis police mein chali ka खुशबू बर्स्ट इन टू टीयर्स वी ऑल ट्राई टू कम्फर्ट हर बट शी टूक सम टाइम टू काम डाउन खुशबू इज फ्रॉम अ कंजर्वेटिव मुस्लिम फैमिली हु हैज रियल एस्पिरेशन टू जॉइन द बिहार पुलिस शी फेल्ट The TB will rob her of her career. सब किसने पता चले इतना दिन से उधर उधर कर आ रहे थे तो कोई कुछ नहीं बोला तुम्हें गुस्सा है कि इतने जगह गए फिर भी नहीं बताया वो मशीन से भी चेक करता था एक मर तो फिर कभी नहीं बताया वन कैन ओनली इमेजिन वॉट खुशबू इज गोइंग थ्रू Now this is the delay related to the service provider or the doctor. Khushboo's doctor did not suspect TB and therefore did not check for TB in the first place. That would be the first level of delay. Even after sputum microscopy is done, it is not necessary that the patient has the correct diagnosis. The test cannot diagnose half of TB patients and drug resistance. Dr. Madhukar Pai from McGill University Canada has done extensive research focused on improving the diagnosis and treatment of TB. He was on the World Health Organization committee or the WHO committee that released the essential diagnostics list in November 2018. He spoke about the history of using sputum microscopy as the primary tool for diagnosing TB. So, uh, given the low depressing levels of funding that tb programs have had in many low and middle income countries and because of technological uh, lack of technological advancement uh, sputum smears became the centerpiece of public sector tb programs all over the world right and for a long time that is all who really wanted that the strategy was we would detect 70% of the most infectious people who are likely to be smear positive and then 85% of them will be successfully treated um and because um sputum smear positivity is tied to the ability of the person to infect others it was felt to be a public health 
of public health importance that we identify those who are quote unquote infectious and spreading the disease. What he means is that if a person is highly infective, he or she will have more bacteria in the sputum and therefore more likely to be detected with TB. But what about those who are not as infective or have less bacteria in their sputum? These patients are less likely to be found positive for TB in the sputum microscopy test despite suffering from TB. Also, some other kinds of TB are very hard to detect using microscopy such as extrapulmonary TB that is TB in parts of the body which is other than the lung. The rate of detection of TB in smear microscopy is as low as 50%. Dr. Salman Keshavji, a professor of global health and social medicine at Harvard Medical School, has done extensive research in TB programs of the 90s called Directly Observed Treatment Short Course or DOTS. This program also ran in India and it relied extensively on sputum microscopy. I suppose if you have no other diagnostic and all you have is a smear microscope, like a microscope and you have zeolnesin stain and a slide and somebody sputum, I suppose, it, and, and a heater, I suppose it, it is better than nothing. But the test has a sensitivity of 50%. What that means is that if you have TB, it will find it 50% of the time. So if I tell you, okay, I've made a great new test that finds a disease half the time, can you invest your life savings in it? Would you? I think you would say, well, what about the other half of the time? Right? And so this, this works half the time. In children, it works 20% of the time. In people with HIV, which TB was killing many people with HIV at the time DOTS came out, it worked 20% of the time. And it didn't, it, 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 you know, so it, it didn't address the fact that there was another technology that worked well. X-ray could pick up, X-ray was 98% sensitive for TB. If you had TB, X-ray could pick, pulmonary TB, lung TB, X-ray could pick it up 98% of the time. But of course, people were worried that x-ray was more expensive. And so why not do smear microscopy? Even after declaring that TB will be eliminated in 2025, the government still only provides sputum microscopy for all presumptive TB patients. Only if they're positive in smear microscopy are they tested for drug resistance. One of the greatest advances in TB diagnosis is the cartridge-based nucleic acid Amplification Test, or CBNAT, which was developed by the company Cephid. This device is also called GeneXpert, which is its brand name. Dr. Pai talks about this technology. So the real big advances started happening about a decade ago, when rapid molecular tests started getting developed and getting endorsed for TB. Now, molecular tests, again, are not new, right? Polymerase chain reaction, PCR, uh, is at least 25 years old. Um, so conceptually, it's nothing dramatically new. I think what was new was the fact that you could make molecular testing genuinely user-friendly and easy by automating all the steps. Otherwise, you would have to have three rooms. You need to first extract the DNA, and then you have to amplify the DNA in a different room. And you have to detect the DNA in a different room. And you needed a really, really good uh, PhD-level molecular technologist to perform the current open PCR type of assays. 
gene expert shrunk it all into one black box and removed the role of a technologist. So even you and I, with a little bit of training, could run the gene expert. And the other big advance was, in addition to the automation and the simplicity, was the fact that the test would also give you right hand percent resistance whether you asked for it or not. In other words, diagnosis and drug resistance testing got married. Um, they were inseparable. And so right at the time when you diagnose TB, you also have a clue whether somebody is drug resistant or not basis on the right hand percent result. That was quite uh, innovative and uh, genuinely bold and ambitious. Um, and then WHO endorsed it in 2010. GeneXpert's test results can come in less than two hours. More importantly, it can also detect TB with small quantities of bacteria in its sample. That means, say for instance, it could detect TB in children significantly better than sputum microscopy. It is, however, expensive as compared to sputum microscopy. In the initial stages when the product was endorsed, uh, the test was even more expensive than it was today. At that time, it was $17 per cartridge or something like that. Uh, I remember well. And uh, everybody in the TB field felt that it was too expensive. It was too expensive if you compare to the sputum smears that cost a dollar, right? All these years, programs had uh, grown up using a $1 test. And now suddenly they were being asked to upgrade to a uh, test that is several fold expensive. So, Virtually nothing really happened. Uh, it was there and not really uh, taken up in any big way. And then several donors got together and decided to buy down. A buy down is a bunch of money given up front to the company and the price drops instantaneously. So that was Gates Foundation, Unitaid, uh, USAID, uh, all got together, PEPFAR, put the money on the table, and then that immediately brought the price down to 998 which is the current price. After 2012, the gene expert test was only available for those who did not respond to regular TB treatment. The government slowly increased the number of machines in the country since then. Right now, the test is available at district level. Currently, India has 1,180 machines in 700 odd districts of the country. But even access to this test is ridden with problems. Stockouts of materials such as cartridges related to the diagnostics is not unusual. The human cost of these stockouts is high. Mona was 14 years old when she stopped going to school. The Harput resident got sick with TB and was too unwell to move out of the house. I met her this August with Manoj Kumar and some of his colleagues. This year is her fourth year of being sick with TB. And this is her fourth course of TB medicines. She has taken treatment for simple uncomplicated TB with the government sector but did not get better. She then lost faith in the government system and then underwent treatment with two private doctors. Most likely, she took the same treatment for TB three times. And despite that, she was never checked for drug resistance. By late 2017, Mona was really sick and the treatment was not making her feel better. She was asked to give her sample for drug sensitivity testing in Harpur. <laughs> I 
स्टॉकआउट था क्या कार्टरेज वार्टरेज का कुछ नहीं कार्टरेज नहीं उस समय इंटरव्यू They spent a week in the city, and Mona was tested in Lok Nayak Jay Prakash Narayan Hospital. हाँ दिल्ली सर जब मैं उसे लेकर आई हूँ दिल्ली आप दिल्ली जब ले गए थे उसे तब वो क्या कंडीशन थी उसकी बहुत किसी भी कंडीशन की जब Mona was diagnosed with multi-drug resistant tuberculosis in Delhi. Her treatment started last year, and she was still taking medicines when I met her. Very often, patients do not get the right kind of diagnosis at the right time. Mona should ideally have been checked for drug resistance at the first instance itself and the next two times but she suffered for years because of the lack of proper diagnosis Only in late 2017 the Central TB division decided to allow some groups of TB suspects such as children HIV and those suspected with extra pulmonary tb to be directly tested by the gene expert in an ideal world anyone with suspected tb would get gene expert right if you have cough for 2 to 3 weeks and fever then that would be a great candidate to get tested but because of the fact that it is still uh, considered an expensive uh, test for national tb programs um, most national tb programs have reserved it for only selected groups of people right now they say okay if you are a child we will use it if you have extra pulmonary tb we will use it if you have drug resistance or risk factors for drug resistance like previous treatment we will use it if you are living with hiv then we will use it but for everybody else we will still use smears and i think this is where india is but india still reserves the test selected groups of people and does not use it for all people with suspected tb so to that extent it is not a frontline test india still relies very heavily on smear microscopy as the uh, leading test which i believe in 2019 2020 is simply not going to be adequate if you using a frontline test that is simply not sufficient uh, sensitive and does not detect drug resistance um i simply do not see how india can can ntb uh in the in the framework that india has set out while the gene expert can detect tb well it still only detects resistance in one drug rifampicin it then is just a screening tool as per india's first drug resistance survey that was released in 2017 22.54% of the new patients that is those who've never had tb have drug resistance to one of the 13 tb drugs that were tested and this is obviously not just rifampicin so a patient tested positive for tb should ideally be tested for resistance to the major tb drugs not just rifampicin this is lena minghani south asia head of access campaign of medicines sans frontiers or doctors without borders now in some ways the gene expert did make a right step but we still you rifampicin resistance but that's just a screening tool to know who's who's vulnerable to having mdr or pxdr it doesn't give you a full diagnosis you still can't figure out the regimen 
just based on our gene expert so i think culture and dst and the different technologies uh, uh, that are linked to culture and dst whether it's lpa or now sequencing that's coming in i think should be available not just in in a few select places but then right down at the community level a culture test involves growing the culture of tb bacteria for a period of time up to 2 months the technician then has to test it with various drugs and check for drug resistance there are other kinds of tests such as line probe assay or lpa a molecular test which can detect drug resistance in both first line and second line drugs in a month's time right now the laboratories conducting a full drug resistance profile of a patient are too few and mostly in major cities as per the recent tb report there are 48 certified tb laboratories that provide liquid culture services and 62 certified laboratories that provide lpa services in the entire country a patient from manipur for instance has to send his or her sample all the way to delhi to be tested for drug resistance one can only imagine the number of problems that can occur with the sample on the way to delhi these services have to improve and made more accessible say experts this is dr pai again um i think where we are headed to and where uh, i think you and i would want it for ourselves is that we want treatment to be tailored to our profile of what our bacterial drug resistance testing is our ability to tolerate and not tolerate some drugs um i think drug susceptibility testing guided customized therapy for second line drugs is the best way to manage tb and least likely to induce new drug resistance uh, the standardized way of doing things will invariably create more resistance because you still not sure uh, which ones are working well or not and then you will end up under treating people and that will then amplify drug resistance indian researchers have also invented low cost molecular testing technology which can ease the diagnostic cost in the future Molbio Diagnostics has developed a molecular test TrueNat which is being tested in Andhra Pradesh right now. This mode of diagnosis could ease the cost once it's approved by WHO. The landscape for diagnosis for TB is varied depending on the location and the public health infrastructure available in that region. In every aspect of uh, healthcare uh we have a right to know what is wrong with us right uh whether somebody can treat it or not it's important to know um what exactly we are dealing with and for years medicines were pushed and diagnostics were not right um the idea was diagnostics were too expensive um or labs are not to be found therefore we will just treat right that syndromic empirical treatment became very widespread um okay even if the smears are not positive if the x-ray looks suspicious we'll start you on tb treatment right we will try and see what happens right with treatment we will see what happens and that is still an all pervasive way of doing things in many countries right this all pervasive way of doing things of playing with the lives of people is unacceptable this lack of access to diagnostics is sometimes a matter of life and death right to correct diagnosis is a human right and should be treated as such
this podcast on any of the podcast app of your choice like Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Castbox. You can also listen to this episode on our website sunoindia.in. Suno India has a varied collection of podcasts on different topics ranging from climate change to current affairs to rare diseases. Do check out our website for more information.